And joining us now is root seller Sue. Sue Balcom joins us once a week for Main Street Eats to talk about food. Sue, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And how are you doing weather-wise in Bismarck? You guys got a little smacked. Yes, we do. We have more than a little. And, you know, it's fine and dandy, but, you know, it's going to take us four hours minimal oh, to man. dig our you know, because we don't have a big tractor. We do it all by hand. It's horrid. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you should just stay inside and bake all day. Perhaps a fruitcake. <laughs> well, yes. The thing about fruitcake is, I was just thinking, you know, it's really close to Christmas. And if you're looking for something to buy me for Christmas, I'm one of the people <laughs> in the world that loves fruitcake. Okay. Like, totally loves fruitcake. And it has such a bad reputation. You know, like Johnny Carson used to say that there really is only one fruitcake in the whole world. It's just <laughs> been going around from person to <laughs> So I found some interesting facts about fruitcake. Do you like fruitcake? I've never had it. Never, ever tasted a fruitcake either, but I have seen one. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> Well, as long as nobody threw it at your head, because they are heavy oh, as a well. brick, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it perhaps was re-gifted. About, I'm not sure, but you know how that goes. How about a stolen? Do you know what stolen is? Only because you mentioned it a week or two ago in a different Main Street Eats, and that, I thought, sounded like something I would totally try. So so it's kind of like um, fruitcake probably got started like really, really long time ago. Like, I think the oldest fruitcake around still in existence was baked in 1878 when Rutherford B. Hayes was president of the United States. Um, and so through the ages, the fruitcake has kind of like softened up a little bit into a stolen, which is, which is a similar type of Christmas bread, not as dense and heavy, and it's not soaked with liquor. So mm. take that with a grain of salt. Oh, okay, well, know? maybe I will go with fruitcake. It <laughs> 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 is the season. <laughs> oh. Um, so, and, and um, according to what I've found out about the Romans, that it used to be kind of like an energy bar that they made out of barley and honey and wine and mm. dried fruit. Makes sense. It, it does, because there's so much sugar in a fruitcake that um, people have actually tasted that old fruitcake that's going around, and <laughs> nobody died from it yet. So apparently that it has some kind of preservative qualities because of all the sugar that's in it. So um, low moisture ingredients doesn't hurt. And then the um, high proof spirits, which I, if I remember correctly, the last time I made it, I doused it with more brandy than it had nuts in it. So when you open <laughs> it up, water. <laughs> this is like a keep away from an open flame sort, sort of <laughs> yeah. food. <laughs> Oh, and I don't know why people don't like it, but do you have to like candied fruit? Because well, that's basically, you know, what's in there is candied fruit yeah. and nuts. I do like candied fruit. I think my issue is just, you know, the the first hearing of fruitcake was always making fun of it. And so I just never wanted to try it. <laughs> I'm always disappointed when I don't get a fruitcake for Christmas. Oh, my. Um, but I 
making my own, and I do have a recipe for kind of a modified fruitcake that you bake in little tiny muffin tins, so everybody gets an individual one that's a little bit softer. It's got a good chew to it, you know, if you really like chew. Um, But that has sort of like eventually developed more into the stolen, which, like you said, I mentioned that because I have a friend from Ukraine who's here in the States, and she makes stolen and they are thinking amazing hmm. um, and you have the same kind of fruit they're a yeasty bread so they have a little bit more they're a little softer but back in the day like these have stolen have been around also as long as fruitcake has and at first the catholic church didn't allow them to be made with milk and butter for some you know, it was Advent, and I suppose they were in a season of denial again, and so you couldn't put butter or milk in them. And and after the mid-17th century, they decided that it was okay to use milk and butter. And um, so there's a, there's a little bit of, um, you know, sweet dough involved in that one. But it's wrapped around marzipan or almond paste. Oh, I do love a marzipan. Oh, God, I do, too, and it's kind of like like a treat in the middle of this already delicious bread that's just loaded with powdered sugar on the outside. But there's a total Christmas history that comes into play here, and that is the fact that the way the stolen is shaped, unlike a fruitcake, which they come in logs and they come in circles and they come in solid, um, great big solid tins of fruitcake, and actually, people have a long time blamed the um, USPS for the fact <laughs> that fruitcake was prevalent at one time hmm. because they, they delivered them for free, you know, in those funky tins. And so uh, people, you know, parcel post, it used to be only letters could be mailed. And then when they, they introduced uh, rural free delivery in 1896, people started ordering these things that they couldn't get at the oh. local grocery store. Of course, if you get one this Christmas, perhaps it was mailed in 1897. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but while there is goodness wrapped up in a fruitcake, there is symbolism in the stolen. And that would be that um, that marzipan in the middle is folded over with the dough, kind of like symbolic of baby Jesus being wrapped in swaddling clothes. And then, of course... Hmm. It's shaped like the camel's hump. You know, they're shaped kind of, they're a funny shape, and they're not like a tall raised bread. They're kind of small, smallish and flattish. But, oh, my gosh, if you guys ever get a chance, if I was really nice, I'd mail you one. (laughs) 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 um, Because I have access to the real deal here now. So, um, Sue, I would try it if you were to mail it to me. I will will say that. well, we could do a taste test. There I could you send go. you a little fruit, send you a little stolen, Greg, and then you could kind of decide which one you'd like. Although there was a poll, um, you know, beginning in about the 1950s when Jello was popular. You know, we always have Jello molds at Christmas time, mm-hmm. and I would that because because who makes Jello molds anymore? And yeah. I'm like, they're, they're part of tradition, <laughs> and so was the fruit. You know, in 1950s, the Los Angeles Times is like, you gotta have, you gotta have fruitcake for Christmas, and what a better gift could it be? But in the um, 80s, 
MasterCard got together with a polling company, and fruitcake was the least favorite gift of 75% of people polled. So I don't know why it has such a bad reputation. (laughs) Sue, I was just looking at pictures of stolen to see that hump. How do they get the that hump in there? Is this a special cake pan? You know, that is a really good question. I do not think so. I think that it is a combination of the folding around the marzipan. No, my bread always looks like my kids put it in the in the pan, you know, just dropped it in the hmm. pan where some people have this fine art of of folding bread dough and I think that's how they do that is oh, the way okay. it yeah, because when you first said a hump in the middle, I kind of thought maybe like a banana bread where it just is, it's higher in the middle than it is around all the edges. But no, this is actually a hump towards one side of the loaf, and then it's flatter on the other side. It really does look kind of like a camel if you maybe have had some of the booze from your fruitcake. <laughs> Um, they are, then another word for um, stolen too. A Christmas stolen is a Christ stolen, which of course makes sense because you know us Germans, you know we like to we like to hang on to a few of those words when we're not singing Tannenbaum at Christmas time and all that kind of stuff. You know, I love Christmas and I love love that we have a few traditions and I just hope my family's listening to me so that they know <laughs> what to buy me. For Christmas, um, the more expensive, the better, because then you have better quality and stuff in. <laughs> Are there any limitations as to what fruit can go in a fruitcake? Um, usually, there's dried citrus and cherries and, you know, kind of... Um, fruit peels like lime peels and that kind of really good stuff you can actually here's here's the hint of the day if you go to the grocery store after christmas those little boxes of fruitcake fruit which are exorbitantly priced these days are usually half off the candied orange peel and and uh big ass cherries oh i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i think the fcc allows us to say that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean to do. I didn't mean to do that. The very large cherries that you can use, and another thing too, when you're using that dried fruit like that, what I do is I would actually measure that fruit out, and then I would pour the booze over that, or maybe just some orange juice if you have a non-alcoholic house, and then that kind of soaks into that dried fruit, and then of course. When it comes Easter time, we'll be talking about the fact that we bought the fruitcake mix at Christmas time, and then we're going to use it in an Annie's-flavored bread that we make at mm. Easter time called Easter bread. Hmm. And that has bunches of powdered sugar frosting on it also, so you can't put it in your toaster. Sue, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious about, is it difficult to bake a fruitcake, and is that why people haven't embraced them um, more so than um, other holiday treats that may be more well-known? And then also, how do you know when a fruitcake is done when you're baking it? What's what's the magic there? (laughs) I think there's a lot of guesswork involved in that. Um, They're so dense and so filled up with things that that baking them, I always use the broomstick test 
the broom straw test. Sorry, I have to clarify that. I was Don't thinking of the broomstick. Yeah. This is interesting. Yeah. yeah. But we have broom straw brooms that somebody makes for us that if you take a, that or a toothpick and you stick it in and nothing sticks to it, that's indicative of it being done. I do, however, know that I don't think you can overbake them because they are such high moisture content. And if you do overbake them by accident, it's all that booze you pour on afterwards and then you wrap it up in cheesecloth and put it in a cold place for, you know, two or three weeks because they're like all those other good German spicy things we eat at Christmas time. They get better with age. Do we still have time to make one before Christmas? Will it age enough if we're making it, you know, here it is the 15th already? Oh, I think if you put enough bourbon on it, it would be aged. <laughs> Everything is coming back to alcohol in, in this interview, Sue. Interesting and fun. <laughs> well, you know, um, yeah, I made it once, one time, once and accidentally served it at the wrong place at the wrong time and it was <laughs> like but I didn't think the alcohol would stay in there long enough to be able to light it on fire and serve flaming fruitcake oh my did my we have guess. the bananas fosters version of <laughs> fruitcake going yeah. on it, it was over the top full of booze so you gotta <laughs> watch that like I said you don't need to soak it in alcohol it can you can put a um, glaze of yeah. apple cider or orange juice or something and then that way it's still it i just i don't know what it is about it i think i like fruit and nuts because i am one and that oh, i was just be the gonna course. say <laughs> <laughs> you said it Woo-hoo! you said it not me <laughs> i'll be the first person to admit i have a couple of strange little things going on in my head at all times so <laughs> we check in with fruitcake root seller Sue once a week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sue. Hey, thanks, guys. It was my pleasure.